useful nonsense. Yes, sir. So, man, what's up, yeah? You know, man, same old shit. Family, you know, family shit. Everybody in the house sick, as I was telling you before. Right. Uh, you know, sick shit pampers, as I said. You know, <laughs> cleaning up house of thought that seemed like it's, it's never ending. It's the season. Nigga. It's the season. So, you know your boy about to be sick here soon. I just, you can't be around a sick family and not get sick, man. Yeah, keep your ass from me, man. Stay right. away from me, buddy. Well, being as you don't sit by me no more, you ain't got to worry about me coughing on your right. neck. <laughs> but it's going to happen, nigga. Motherfucker gonna get sick, especially at the job, nigga. You know that shit go around. Right, right. I don't know, man. What's going on? What's uh, what's happening in the news, though, bro? Man, uh, it's a lot going on out here. How you feel about these uh, these damn chicken sandwiches? That's that's the main thing dominating the the, the news. Uh, How you feel about those? I think niggas is looking real niggerish. Man, that's uh, y'all man. tripping over some shit that you can get anywhere. Man, that's disgusting, man. I, I hate to see that. Like, I, heard, I heard somebody say, like, it's not even really the chicken. It's like people with mental uh, issues really just manifesting themselves at Popeyes. <laughs> it definitely, it's, like, it's definitely a little bit of that. But what it also tell you is that how, like, easy people just follow the crowd, right? So because right, yeah. somebody tell you uh, Popeyes got the best chicken sandwich ever made, right. you got to run and go see. Right. And then you're online lying too because somebody else told you it was five. So you in your mind, it got to be five, even though it's just a regular chicken sandwich. Right, it's a regular chicken sandwich. There's nothing special man. about it? It's nothing special, man. But because I, niggas tell you it is, you got to behave like, like this I is the greatest shit ever. I wonder who was one that like, put it out that this market, like marketing, like who marketed that? I want right? to say that uh, somebody did it. Like it's a, somebody behind it. It's not Popeyes. just Popeyes. I think they posted like, uh, like you know, on their uh, Instagram channel or Twitter or some shit like that, posted something about it. And somebody went and made a comment on it, and that's how they, like the whole shit blew up. But it's a fucking chicken sandwich. Man, I look at that like, because uh, you know it's definitely black people that that got it to where it is. I look at that like as a, it's really a positive thing that you could take something so small and simple, blow it up, and like blow it up, and it becomes like dominant shit. And bl- they sell out, have to bring it back, have to bring security to the stores to make sure, like. like that's like, definitely a good part like of it. That's the power of the black dollar or the, or the black word to mouth. Like, but, there's something special about that. Man. But for me, it's like we do that for the wrong shit, right? Exactly. Like, so we going crazy over a chicken sandwich. Like, right. Popeye's been around forever. We didn't exactly. all eat Popeye's chicken right. forever. Right. But all of a sudden, they say, man, this is the best chicken sandwich ever. Now you at the at the at your local Popeye's trying to kill people. Acting like a fucking idiot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You mad because they ran out of chicken, so you want to fight the motherfuckers behind the counter. That's crazy to me. And the funny thing, I never tasted it, and I don't even want to just based on the way you see people acting. Yeah, just based on the strength of like, I'm not being you know a nigga, nigga yeah. just added to the bunch. And I love chicken. Bro. <laughs> I don't know any. I don't know a man who does. Like, let's be honest. Like, I, I eat Chick Fil A all the time. I eat Chick Fil A this uh, this afternoon. Like, yeah. that's what I went to order for my kids uh, for lunch yeah, today. So. That's crazy. That's crazy how that works, man. Hopefully in the future, and I think we will. We'll get to a place where we can understand the value that we have and actually use it for good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or something I, that actually I, I really, matters. Yeah, I feel like that we really will get to that point one day. In my heart, I do. Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm optimistic, man. Call, call me a dreamer. Have you have you looked online lately? <laughs> right, niggas is crazy. I don't, know, I don't know how you feel, but niggas is nuts, man. Right. Yeah, so I don't know, bro. It's just that whole. For me, it's just like it's sad right. when you see it online. It's first of all, let me say this: it's funny, right? Right. When I'm right. watching these videos of these people like literally going yeah. crazy, wanting to fight. 
It's crazy, man. I even seen some like, some white people in there tripping over the sandwich, like, no, oh. you know. So I mean, you know, the whites, the Caucasians, right? That's uh, that that'll be what it is. Yeah, I don't know. This shit just don't. Yeah, it, it's stupid to me. But again, it shows ignorance. Yeah. It's a chicken. Come on, man! It's Popeyes. Right. It's the same chicken we always been eating. It's the same one. <laughs> they just put two. They just put two pieces of bread on each yeah. end of it. They talk. They say something about something about that mayo. Bro. So. I don't care what's in the mayo, like unless it's edible. And still, I'm not tripping. Like it, it's just stupid to me. So that's where my mind goes. Is like when I'm looking online, it's all funny, but at the same time, it's that. Damn, niggas are really stupid. Yes, niggas kids, are really man. ridiculous, fool. And kids. We gotta do better. So speaking of the kids. <clears throat> Something else that was uh, in the news this week. Uh, the boy T.I. Oh, Clifford Harris. Oh, T.I. Tip Tip <laughs> Harris. Going checking hymens and shit. He, he, he said, like, with confidence. He was like. Like, it was nothing. Like, yeah, this is, don't every right. dude do this today, dog? Right, right. No, we don't. And so, how, what do you think about that? How do you. Is that weird? Or, like, how, how do you feel about that? No, it's definitely weird to me. It actually made me uncomfortable. Like, I'm going to tell you something, man. Like, you know I got two little girls. Yeah, we we got we got daughters. So, but shit like with little girls, I've always been, like been uncomfortable. So I have a I'll tell you about my uh, one of my nieces. Like uh, I have three uh, four nieces. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of my nieces is like extremely flexible. Like she was born like with no bone structure. Like completely like flexible as shit. Right. And I remember the first time uh, when my sister moved down here, my niece was six months, and I tried to ch- I was going to change a shit pamper. And just the way her legs opened when I took the pamper off made me uncomfortable. Right. I was like, this is, you shouldn't be doing that position yeah. in yeah. six months. I was uncomfortable. So the fact that as a father, yeah, I'm going, I get it. You're taking your daughter to the, uh, to, to, to the her yearly po- uh, appointment to get checked up. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh-huh. But you checking, I, wanna, I need to make sure she a virgin. Tell me if the hymen's intact, which if you actually do your research, uh-huh. doesn't necessarily mean that she a virgin or not. Uh-huh. Like, certain women are just made different, certain shit. I mean, it is what it is, but yeah. that's, for me, it's yeah. like, it's, uh, it's it's ridiculous to me. I don't know, man. T.I., he lost me with that one. I don't know what to say. And then also, like, it brings up that double standard, right? Because right. if it's your son, <clears throat> as a man, we all, like, when, if you find out your son fucking at yeah. 12, right. my nigga. High five. My nigga. Top top. Hey. Chest bump. Hey, 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 talk to your daddy. Yeah. You find out your daughter fucking at 21, yeah. Yeah. you about to cry Yeah. because you can't believe that another yeah. dude on top of her. Yeah, it's definitely a double standard, man. I, honestly, like with, with that T.I. thing, I mean, like you said, it's um, it's weird, right? And so I, I can't say I agree with it, but as a parent, right, as a black parent, right, especially a black man, who, you know, we get the stigma of like not necessarily being involved in our children's lives, and you know whatever comes with that, whatever negative, yeah, for uh, sure. whatever negative um, stereotypes come with that. So you have a guy that's really trying to ensure that his daughter uh, is going on the straight and narrow. So I don't agree with him, you know, going to her appointments like that and checking on her, but I do agree with the notion of him. Uh, trying to be involved in his child's life, now, let me say life this. in that way, right? Because we know, we know <laughs> that it's guys out there, especially around 16, 17, that's putting that pressure on yeah. and he's doing his due diligence in his child's life. So I disagree, but I can agree with the sentiment of him trying to uh, go above and beyond to be um, 
present. Let me say this. I, I, I agree with you as far as like the dad being a part of the kid's life, right? right. We, we didn't talk about this a lot, so you know how I feel about that. I understand that, but what... Like, I feel like it's, it's pointless what he's doing because that's not going to prevent her from having sex, being out there fucking... Because what you're trying to find out is if she's still a virgin. Right. By that time, it's too By late. By that time, it's too late, right? Right, right, like she, right. If, if she's not at that point, she already took the dick. Right. So but what I, are you doing? Just to find out so you can be pissed off? Like, Yeah. I, you know what was funny, man? Like, it's, you know, they really, at that age, I feel like they're going to do what they want to do. Like, I did what I wanted to do around that time, right? And I did what I wanted to do way before that. Right. And so, and if you had parents that was trying to stand in front of you, getting to do what you wanted to do around that age, you was going to find a way to do it around, around it back. Yeah, so, sure. really, I feel like it, it kind of establishes a, um, like, a uh, expectation on his daughter not to disappoint dad, right? And so and that's the real thing. At that point, 16, 17, that's all you have as a parent. Like, you just want your kids to know that, you know... You're there, right? you, You're, you're there, part. and you have expectations, and, like, don't disappoint me, you know? And I'm so, with you. Like, trust me, I'm right. with you on that. But right. shouldn't that be the, the constant conversations you're having with her about how to make smart choices, what yeah. not to do, and, and putting on game about what dude's going to say. Because no matter how um, many times you done told a chick I'm different, we all say the same bullshit. Right. right? We all, I'm not like other dudes. and nah, We all say the same bullshit trying to get that pussy when we 16. Absolutely. Right? Whatever whatever needs to be said. So my thing is, and I'm not saying he's not doing this. Of course, we're not there every day in his, in, in, his, uh, in the day-to-day in the household. So we don't know right. what the conversation he's having. Right. But just with how just... Ridiculous, he sounded talking about. Yeah, I yeah. go check to make sure, and I'm there like so, every and time. That's, and that's where he was definitely 100% wrong, putting her out there like that. Yeah, and then you know, doing it in like a laughing, joking manner. That's that really wasn't funny. You, you know saw, I mean? you, have you seen now that the the so the I guess the little what was a radio show podcast, whatever he was on. The two chicks who hosted yeah. now that came out and yeah apologized apologize. when, when they was key, key, key. I'm talking about <laughs> right. the whole time, but now it's because people on your head talking about why you bitches ain't say nothing. Now you, uh, you know what we didn't, you know it was the it was not like that, and at the time we didn't know what to yeah, say. It's, so it's we definitely just, weird, man. But you know, I feel like just from the perspective of uh, daddy to daughter, you know, I, I don't think it's really nothing wrong with a, a dad being overprotective, you know. Yeah, that's not even over. What is that protecting? That that's my. I guess that's my whole point about right. the situation is what you're looking to find out or what you could find out is going to be after the fact yeah. of what you're trying right. to prevent. So what right. is the point of that? Right. And especially now, like again, he was talking about they've been doing this for a few years because I guess now she's about to be eighteen soon. Right. So right, right. That point. So, so I guess the point would have been just. I think he said he's just doing his due diligence. Who start having sex early? Mm-hmm. Who I wouldn't consider a hoe. Right, because yes, they may have started having sex early, but they were they wouldn't sleep on everybody and anybody. But it's a lot of chicks who didn't have sex until they were seventeen or yeah, in college. Got turned who out. once they start having sex was throwing their <laughs> pussy everywhere. Right. So just because, and again, I'm saying this as the father of two right. small girls. Right. Because your daughter starts having sex at an early age doesn't necessarily mean she's going to turn out to be what we believe people who right. start having sex to be, which are sluts. Right. 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 Yeah. That that that's a uh, very good point. I mean, with like you know, early, early sexual activity don't make you a hoe, right? Yeah, don't necessarily turn into you know what I'm saying the thought. Yeah, it's funny, man. We don't have those expectations for our for our boys, man. It's just like a double standard. It's, just it's actually the opposite with a boy. If a nigga seventeen ain't no pussy, you over here talking about damn, what's wrong with you? Right, right. You damn near gay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. you don't like girls. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you fucking 16, 17 as a boy in high school, niggas yeah. be lying like a motherfucker. That's crazy. That's when the whole, she lived by my grandma's house. Yeah. That's coming into effect because there ain't nobody ever seen you in a bitch. Yeah, that's crazy how that works like that, man. But that's one of them double standards that it, it, I don't I, I don't see a point where it's ever going to change because our society is just, sex is so taboo, right? Well, Motherfuckers don't want to talk about it. Well, I don't, don't know about now, address man. It. I feel like Not now it's, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely more out in the open now, it seems like. Like, we grew up on real sex and red shoe diaries and, you know, HBO. Taxi cab confessions. Taxi cab confessions. Now, and like, you know, I feel like that was the beginning of, you know, it being kind of like commercialized. Like, now I really feel like everywhere you look is something sexual going on. And, uh, you know, I could just imagine how that is for like a teenager coming up, boys and girls. Like, it just kind of. Do you think promotes. that it's actually different or because we have. The technology, the devices we have, that everything is now you're able everything. to put everything out. That's what. So that's it, what it is. So folks ask me like when I be like just talking about Chicago and folks always bring up the murders and shit like that. Right. And they talking about like it's so bad now. And I think about like I feel like it was the exact same way when I was growing up in the nineties. Mm -hmm. It's just that we didn't have cameras we can pull out to record Definitely. everybody getting Definitely. their ass whooped or we didn't. Yeah. It wasn't twenty four hour news, so Definitely. you didn't see every murder that happened. Wasn't. Right. Report on the news because they're trying to fill space now. Yeah, Back in the I day, know. it was that so you had that five o'clock, that yeah, well, five, three, six, whatever o'clock, yeah, and then nine o'clock, right. whatever news, whatever, right? right. So and it was only limited. Only time it was reported. Yeah, you right. only had limited space. Now, because we have a 24 hour news cycle in it, at all times, everybody's a reporter. Right. You're looking for shit for content to post. So That's you crazy. post everything. That's weird how that goes, man. It's like no privacy. It's like no such word as privacy. <laughs> which is, which is, which is crazy, but. It's like a good and bad thing, right? What, For sure. What, what's some positives and some negatives you think that comes with that? For me, positivity is like the world is more transparent, right? Right. You, you get to truly see what's going on and, and, and the voiceless are able to get a voice because anybody, like I said before, anybody's a reporter now. Right. Right. You don't have to go to this person or go through these different channels to get your information out. You can just post it to yourself and based on that, the information gets out. So that's a positive to me. Yeah. The yeah. negative is that People are so fucking um, concerned with I have to like the likes or the attention. The motherfuckers are now doing stupid shit just for the attention. I think that's a huge negative, right? Like everybody is playing themselves, man, for social media likes. Like that's really for what attention, it comes down to. and it's really like it's not even. I could somewhat understand some of the bullshit if it was really to, as they say, get that bag, right? Get that money, make. Make a better, a better life for you and your family. It, right? You can almost understand it. <laughs> right. But if all of it is just because I got uh, uh, 500,000 followers and I got 10,000 likes on this on this picture. Right. Okay, bitch. Can you pay your rent, though? Right. Does no, you're that, still living at home with your parents. Right. You ain't posting that part. Though. Right. Does that translate right. to money? Right? That car that you're taking pictures of in front of, that's not yours. You don't own that car. Right. Right. But right. it's getting you likes online so you Instagram famous. You a YouTube, YouTube famous. Now, with YouTube folks... For the most part, they're actually doing something. Them folks are making like real money, like true, true money. But a lot of these people, for me, is just the attention, bro. And I don't maybe because that's my, not my personality. I don't truly care about that. I'm just I'm who I am, and it is what it is. But these folks be looking for attention, and it's like it's not the right attention, man. Yeah. If all you're doing is posting your ass and titties online, right? And you can't then get upset when somebody approach you just looking for that ass and that titties. Right. Right. Like you have to understand, bitch. This is what you've been selling. I'm buying. 
Hence the reason why you got to check that hymen. <laughs> Good job, Dave Spiel. Get back to the point. <laughs> to, to bring it back. Exactly bring it full why, circle. Why you got to check that hymen, man? Hey, look here, man. That's funny, man. If, so, so, so you're the, you, you're the parent, right? You go to the doctor with your daughter, your 16-year-old right. daughter. They tell right. you hymen's broke. Well, I, I'll be honest, man. I'm not, I'm not the guy to, to do that. I, I wouldn't violate... My daughter personally like that. Well, is I'm really gonna go through. I'm gonna filter mom through that. Right? Oh, real talk. Yeah, but but yeah. just play along with me right now. Let's let's role play. No, you you trying to piss me off? No. <laughs> you the dad. I'm, I'm I'm going to fuck off. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm going crazy. <laughs> who dick was in right. you? <laughs> right. Like no, like you know what, said you're gonna be at the yeah. school talking about who dick is this? Yeah. You know what, man? I um, <clears throat> you know, like my mom, she was uh. You know, my mom was real liberal, right? Like, I literally was able to, you know, have, com you know, girls in the house, closed door. You know, my mom was definitely like a, you know, just, you know, I I'll be able to, you could do it here. Yeah, I could do it here, it. don't do it nowhere. <laughs> and then, so on the other end, you know, like my pops is a little bit more strict than that. So, I, I understand the, the balance in that. So... You know, if 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 I'm at the doctor and I get those news, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I want to know, you know, I want to know details. I want to know how she feels. I'm really not trying to overreact because I feel like I may have some responsibility in that. Or, you know, it could be a situation where, you know, she didn't want to express that to me. And, you know, so it's like a million different ways you could take that. Look right? at you thinking so rational. I'm going to tell you right. like this. Man. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know if I want to know. Like, right. I, part of me is like, yes, nigga, I want to know. I want to know what's going on. But the other part of me is like, I don't know if I can get that. Because immediately when you tell me the way my mind works, I'm going to start picturing some little boy fucking my kid. <laughs> right. I don't need that in my head. Right. Was, I don't need that. So... Part of me is like, while yes, you you think your rational mind says you want to know, you want to be on top of things as a parent. Right. That nigga in me is like, bro, I can't, I don't want that picture of a of my daughter bent over because right. that's what I'm imagining in my mind. I don't right. want that. Yeah, that's tough, man. Like, jokingly, I used to tell Crystal like, motherfuckers be upset, like if they find out their kids gay. I think I, as a as a uh, dad of two girls, if they told me they was lesbian, really? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm not even mad. So that means no dude gonna be jumping right. on top of you. Right. My, go ahead. What? What's she at? Bring and, it in. And that's going to piss some people off. Like, oh, so you want your child gay? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and trust me, I'm not saying that at all, that's bro. Why. But as hey, a joke, I, I, I told Christian at once, like. I, I agree. I even oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Yeah. But what's going to happen? She's going to piss you off. Yeah. She's going to walk in looking like a little boozy. Yeah. This bitch. Bitch, you got a strap on. Get out of my house. I can see your strap on printing. Your bitch, get out of my house. She's going to bring home boozy and this going to change the whole Bitch, going to have a fade. <laughs> Bitch, you got tear drops under your eye. Like, I can't do it. Bitch. That's hilarious. <laughs> but now, nah, like, and we talked about this before, nigga. Like, this conversation is going a whole bunch of ways now. But right. about the gay thing, I truly right. don't. Wouldn't give a fuck. Right. If your child, like, real talk. So if your son doesn't matter either way. And I'm gonna tell you a story on that. So right. We haven't talked about this before, but I come up or I just be thinking about the craziest shit in my mind. Like, I would literally, and I think a lot of people do this. You will have a topic in your mind, and then you'll play that topic out for twenty fucking years in your head, like what that life like twenty years from now. Right. And I was in my mind, I was pretending the story again. You know, I only got two kids, two little girls, no, no son. Don't plan on having any more fucking kids because these two about to kill me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but let's say Chip had a third kid. Right. At least a boy, and the nigga turned out to be gay, 
And I, I played this story out of my mind. So the nigga 20 years old, but he's a regular dude. How he behaves, how he acts, right? Right. Does regular dude shit per se that people don't associate with gay folks, the sports and shit like that. And then the nigga tell me he like 22, tell me he gay. Right. And I get mad at the nigga like, Hey, Alicia, you, if you're going to be gay, nigga, at least bring the perks with it. What a flamboyance, nigga. What a, right, right. goddamn it, you know what I'm saying? You're decorating the skills. What you goddamn right. it, fashion sense at? Like, I'm mad because the nigga's like, you just, you just a dude, but you gay? Like, right. damn, can you I'll fucking switch or something? What your purse at? Go right. put on your mama heels. Like, I want to, if a nigga going to be gay, I want the flamboyance. Yeah, yeah. But that's I just, get, you know, that's how my mind works. Yeah. Ridiculous shit that I be thinking about. Yeah, you're a weirdo. Yeah, uh, no, shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. What was it? You talking about some weirdo shit that come to my mind? Ridiculous shit that popped in my head? How she, did she feel better? She still said she felt a little sick, but she was good. I didn't feel that shit. Uh, I didn't know, like, it stopped. It's funny, it's still recording, though. Yeah, my shit's still recording, too. But it's playing. Oh, we can add flags, like, basically say, like, what we were talking about in that segment, because we just been talking for 20 minutes, 20 plus minutes, 25 minutes. Oh, you adding it? Oh, I was like, nigga, I'm like, nigga, what Drake come in? And I don't know what Drake. I don't know what Drake playing. What the fuck, Drake come in and that shit, man? Nah, why you should make me tell a story though, nigga? Am I kidding? Let me stop this shit. Okay. Like you made me so you were talking about like how your mom was like you can have chicks in the house like yeah. I, like my best friends like uh, they were brothers like so my best friend Tommy and Boo and so they stayed like literally my niggas literally lived in three separate houses on the exact same block mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like moved on the block they stayed one place got put out that bitch moved right across the street got put out that bitch and moved back across the street so literally like I can see every house they stayed in I can see from my right. front window right but. They were able to, like, uh, my nigga Boo, like, hit bitches, like, spending the night for, like, weeks at a time. How old was he? Man, we was 16, right. 15, 16, like, chicks right. spending the night, like, for, like, a week and a half straight. Never right. went home. That's crazy. And his mom was cool with that. On the flip side, I, I could pretty much, like, I tell folks, so I started driving at 12. And that was a combination of. My grandmother got in, um, who raised us got into an accident when we were, like, young, like, you know, five, six age in the, in, the, in the 80s. And her foot never healed right, right? Or her leg never healed right. So she didn't drive literally after that. So when we did have a car, I learned how to drive early, right? Because I was, I was very observant. Like I can, I was that kid who can learn from watching people do shit. So fast forward, I'm 12, I started driving. So anytime we would go to like doctor's appointments or the grocery store or something like that, I would drive the car. So when I was 14, I started being able to get the car on my own. Right. So I was that kid that outside the house, they let me do what I wanted to do. Like right. I would, you know, stay out till three, four o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I wouldn't come home at all to the next afternoon type right. shit. I was that right. kid. But in the crib, I didn't like, I never liked people in my house too much. Like even my best friend, them, they came over my house, but it wasn't like, 
every day. Right. I was at their crib every day. Like, right. I didn't like people in my crib. And also, my grandmother wasn't that motherfucker, like, just to, you know, invite motherfuckers over. To, besides my best friend and shit like that. Right, right, right. But she did catch me with a bitch in the crib one time. Grandma. <laughs> but it wasn't even that she caught me. It's late night, nigga. My granny, like, went out to hang out with her friends, you know, to the motherfucking house of blues or something. Right. So, me and my nigga Boo got two bitches in the crib. <laughs> so, Boo, we got, like, a, a TV room downstairs. That's where me and my sisters and them, that's where we was at playing the game, watching TV. That was our spot. Right. So me and one bitch in the TV room. Right. We woke watching TV. <laughs> my nigga Boo went to my room to go knock his bitch down. Okay. So I'm in there with the other bitch. Woo, he in the room with his, uh, in my room with his chick knocking her down. But it's like one o'clock in the morning, one thirty. I hit a door. <clears throat> so I know Granny coming. Uh oh. Right. <laughs> so she come downstairs. The bitch I was with, I hit that whole hat on the side of like the uh, the entertainment system, the TV. <laughs> granny never saw. Him. Right. Why the fuck did she go to my room, open the door, and these two motherfuckers in the middle of the bed sleep? <laughs> I'm talking about, they didn't knock for the fuck right. and dead. Now, That's they sweet. sleep like a motherfucker. All I hear is granny screaming, cussing. <laughs> but she never knew I had a bitch in there, too. That's she sweet. never saw the chick that I had hiding on the other side of the entertainment system. But right. my nigga boo in the middle of the bed with this bitch. Have naked, sleep like a motherfucker. That's funny, man. So after that, nigga, I'm, I just never, I don't bring motherfuckers to the crib. But outside the house, like, I tell folks, because I was the only boy in the house growing up, mm -hmm. or maybe not because I was the only boy, but maybe they had nothing to do with it. I would just, I just had freedom. Right. Right. So my sisters and them, they couldn't, they weren't, they weren't going out and staying out. Right. Like that shit. Like until they got older in high school, where they would go to like their parties and shit like that. Yeah. But Chip, at 14, 13, 14, 15, literally, like, when I was 13, was the first time I ever, like, didn't come home. Right. Didn't call. Scared as hell the next day. <laughs> right? But I tell folks this story. If my grandma hear this shit, it's probably going to be the first time she ever heard about me talking about it. Stayed in my nigga crib. So I'm coming home the next afternoon. Like, my nigga stayed in the hundred, so I stayed on 73rd. Right. So I'm riding the bus. I'm 13. Right? I At school Friday... I just stayed at my nigga's spot, didn't go the fuck home. So it's Saturday afternoon, riding the bus. I'm scared the whole way. Like, she gonna beat my motherfucking ass. Like, I, I remember sitting on the bus, head resting on the window, like, she gonna fuck me up when I get home, bro. She gonna fuck me up when I get home. So I'm scared, shook the entire right. time, knowing right. I'm walking into this ass whooping. Right. Walking the motherfucking door. She's in the house. I hear her, I'm saying, a, a noise coming from her bedroom. I walk in, she never said anything to me about it. I never brought it up. She didn't even ask, where the fuck you been? <laughs> like, to the point to where, as a kid, you just happy. You're like, oh shit, oh, is it gonna come later? You're scared, like, for the rest of the day because you're thinking at some point you're gonna walk past and she's gonna write hook you out of nowhere. Right. And then we're like, oh, so you thought I wasn't gonna say nothing. But as you get older, you're thinking, like, damn, did she even realize I yeah, wasn't she, there? She didn't even care. <laughs> Did a motherfucker realize I wasn't there? <laughs> no, nah, but I actually I do know a motherfucker knew I wasn't there because when I stayed out at night when I was in the hundreds because where we went to school at, the grammar school we went to school at, uh, my sisters and I went to the same school that my mom and, and my uncles and aunts went to, you know, just 20 plus years earlier. So that's the neighborhood they grew up in, right? right? So even though a motherfucker don't live out there anymore, I haven't lived out there for 15, almost 20 years. That's where they grew up. That's the neighborhood where my grandmother raised all her children at. So that's where my aunt's friends and all that shit at. Mm -hmm. So that night, when uh, that Friday night after school, and I'm saying that my nigga uh, was just chilling out there with my uh, my friends and shit, 
Like, motherfuckers kept telling me, like, yo, auntie looking for you. Yo, auntie looking for you. So I know motherfucker knew that I wasn't at the crib. But when I came home, motherfucker never mentioned it to me. I guess in her mind or this is the only thing I could think of because I never had a conversation with her about it. And she was just happy a nigga was back. Right. That a nigga came home. Like, right. wasn't nothing wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. Here's the fucked up part. This, the, this she, was the, she had already gave it to Jesus. <laughs> like, please let this dumb yeah. some bitch yeah. make it home. You know, that dumb, that idiot. Please let this dumb ass make it back to the house. But here's the, here's the fucked up part. And this was the first of two times this happened to me in my life. The nigga house that I spent the night, it was, they were twins, right? Mm -hmm. Jody and Jordan, I believe their name was. Their mom didn't know I was spending the night at their house. So I'm literally sleeping on the floor under their bunk bed, hiding (laughs) from the mama every time she come in the room. Like no bullshit. Like motherfucker, I'm, like hiding from her under like the bunk bed on the floor and they're putting like dirty clothes uh, bins and shit in front of the goddamn thing so she can't see me up under the motherfucking bed when she come to the room. So that's where the fuck I slept that night. That's funny. Man. Just hiding because yeah. you didn't know if motherfuckers was going to come in in the middle of the night. So you a fucking 13 year old like, man. I can't get caught because they put me out. Nigga. Yeah. Like, I can't go home at five o'clock in the morning. Man, that's those great Dumb stories, shit. man. You think back about like, man, and I made it. Fun <laughs> like, times, right? I, I, I made it through, man. That's these stories that, man, we're going to be able to pass down to our kids. I'm thankful, man. Like, my two, they like to hear my stories. Like, they like to hear when I was young. The nonsense dad young. went through. Yeah. I'm yeah. not there yet. And, or, you know, just things that, you know, that I remember with them. So, um, how old are the kids now? Uh, 13 to 9. So, son just made the uh, basketball team. So, it's funny, man, because... You know, he wanted some shoes. And so I was telling him, like, he said, I told him to send me some shoes that uh, he think he would want. Sent me Kyrie's buck 60 off top. <laughs> <laughs> of said, course. I said, fam, like, I mean, I, I mean. You, got, you don't like Chucks? Yeah. Like, yeah right? You like the Conver- All-Star like, stuff? And, you know, man, but. <clears throat> so I actually sent him some shoes, like the Ear Monies. And, you know, luckily, I, I kind of caught him on sale. But uh, he was like, no, nah, I don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, but, you know, we uh, agreed to uh, a nice number, and he was able to get the shoes. Man, I'm actually uh, going to surprise him his uh, third game, pop up in there on him. So, But don't that bring you back, though? Like, you remember as a kid when your parents thought they were getting you something, and they knew you was going to like that shit, and yeah. you got it was like, this is yeah. not what I wanted. Absolutely not. I, I asked you Me, specifically. Man, I was grateful, especially with the shoes, man. Just... Give me any kind of Nike check, like man. That was just the thing, man. I just remember like getting picked on with the with the no shoes. See, that's the okay. So I remember one time I wore some cleats to, to school because of the Nike check. <laughs> my nigga, walking down the hall, clicking, clink, clicking, clink, clicking. Clink. Come on, man. I would pay to see your motherfucking ass in some cleat. I did. And the funny thing, I didn't even really see anything wrong with it. Like I thought, you know, I this is what everybody do. They wear cleats. Wow. Yeah, man. Watching this game, man. Watching this game, Bama, Bama with the touchdown. Yeah, man. Come on, man. They got a, they got a minute twenty one. They're gonna be down by five, and they kicking off to LSU. I don't know if they're gonna come back. But you just made me think about something like so, like we were we were we were, we were definitely broke, like poor, right? Like Chicago kids, broke Chicago kids. I I done told motherfuckers before, like for um, two straight years, I I had just one pair of shoes, like the exact same shoe. And let me let me explain. So she bought me a pair of Reebok black tops, right? Mm-hmm. I think I was in probably fifth grade or so or some Classics. shit like that. 
I wore the, I, that's the only gym shoe I had that entire year. The next school year, right before school started, she went back to Famous Footwear and brought the exact same shoe. So I had a new exact old shoe. shoe. You know what I'm saying? The exact same Reebok Blacktop. That's not a bad, um, right? not a bad choice. And again, so I just had that one shoe all year while I'm seeing my friends and shit. But that's the fucked up part. Like, you, I do remember as a kid wishing, like, damn, I wish I can get them J's or get them shoes. But because I had a, I was... Motherfuckers always say I'm arrogant when I say this shit, but I was, I was popular like my entire life, right? Right. And then also, Asshole. I always talk shit, right? I always crack jokes, roasted motherfuckers. Right. So I, I never got picked on. Right. Like it wasn't even something I thought about. It wasn't something I was like, they gonna talk about me tomorrow. I wasn't right. worried about it. I was chip. I was right. everywhere. Right. Like I tell motherfuckers, and I'm not back bragging and boasting, but, and it always go back to that scene and paid in full. When Makai Pfeiffer walked into the party and the DJ started shouting him out and bitches saying what's up and he just walking through throwing his hands up. That was me when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 going to parties. Right, right. Right? Like when I walked in, motherfuckers shouted my name, look, chicks running up to me, like I was just cool. I was cool with everybody. And I told you before, like I was that kid who, you know, whatever group, I was always cool with. Right. Because I was just always me and I, I was. Always chip. I wasn't putting on. I wasn't trying to be tough. I wasn't. I'm hanging with the hood niggas. I'm. I'm hanging with the nerds. I'm good with the chicks. Like, I was always good. So I never. Like, that was one thing I never. So I can't even understand honestly, like what that feels like. Right. What to be picked on? To be. It, no. You know what it really does, man. Because I swear to God, I wasn't picked on like, um, like a dork. Because I taking I your money. And all yeah, yeah. Shit. It was just. It's like a pressure, especially around sixth, seventh grade. Like it's a pressure, and I know my, you know, my son. He's in the eighth now. He's experiencing it. It's um, it's a pressure to just be cool or be accepted, right? Where, you know, you gotta have the latest, or you know, for you not to necessarily experience that. Like that's just a dope thing, man. That's that's something that, like, you know, it shows um, it shows that you was definitely brought up the right way. But yeah, it's definitely like a pressure to like have. You know, a Nike check or a polo horse or, you know, get a compliment from a girl. I'll never forget, like, in the seventh grade, this girl told me I look like Mace. And it changed the whole game for me. <laughs> I, I learned all the dances. I swear to God. Being around the God. world and ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it changed the game. So, at that point, you know, you know it's just, you just want to be acknowledged. That's just like. I hate thing. you for that. Yeah. You said, I do. Okay, okay. Tell me, fuck me. sweet and man want to see you doing good. I want to get rich, leave you in the hood. Girl, in my eyes. Nigga was doing this yeah, a lot. Yeah, all or nothing. You know, you know, all or nothing. Hey, I do want to amend my statement. That's funny, man. For two, we two weeks when I was in sixth grade, I did get picked on for two weeks. Right. I got right. kicked out of the school I went to up to that point in my sixth whole life. Sixth grade is when it starts, man. Like, you, it's like literally around preteen, 12, 13. No, nah, but this is just on some. I was a new kid and they tried yeah. to, like, Treatment. Yeah. So I got kicked out of school I went to up until that point in my entire life in February of my sixth grade year. You know, in Chicago, I don't know how it was in Oklahoma, but school year ends in June, like early, like that first week of June. Yeah. yeah. So I had basically four months left of school, got kicked out of the school I went to, so I had to go to school in my neighborhood. Now, right. even though I had lived in this neighborhood for years, because, you know, back then, your friend base is the folks you go to school with. Right. So right. even though I lived in this neighborhood, went to the park, was always outside. 
I didn't know these kids, right? right I had a right. few people on my block I fucked with as friends. That's the worst. So I'm a new kid. So for the first two weeks I was there, motherfuckers was trying me. Yeah. Like, yeah. getting at me. You're, you're the like, digging, digging, yourself. digging. Right. And so after two weeks. You had to set an example. Set a, had to set a motherfucking example. Yeah. That's how the game goes, man. This, this boy, and I'm going to tell you, he had his older brother like a couple days earlier. Like, try to fuck me up after school. Right. And like, chase me at, through the park, right? Motherfucker, twelve. I'm not. I'm not even twelve yet. Matter of fact, I'm. I'm still eleven, right? Because I didn't turn twelve until April. So this is mid February now. So he had his big brother who was maybe like three grades older than us, right? So you know, in in sixth grade, a ninth grade is big as shit to you, right? Right? He's a monster. He's a grown ass man to you at sixth grade. Yeah. Motherfucker chased me through the park. A couple days later, motherfucker was trying to crack jokes on me at, uh, at school and fuck with me. I put these paws on the nigga. I'm talking about beat the shit out of this little boy. Right. Never had an issue after that day. Yeah, man. That's that's when you become cool, man. So outside of that two weeks, like, I, I truly don't understand, like, how you right. get picked on. And also, I guess my mentality was, nigga, ain't, I'm not going to allow that even if a motherfucker tried. Yeah. So I don't see how motherfuckers, like, would go through that every day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, man, the, the, the guys that get picked on, they don't want to get picked on. That's just, like, a real thing, like, bullying and... You know, uh, bully the bullies nowadays. So, so man, I, I did want to uh, cover one more thing before we got out of here, man. What's going on? Um, this um, think his shirt too small. The great debate, man. He, he jacked though, ain't he? <laughs> like, and it's like what? This nigga like Rocky, like yeah. Sylvester Stallone, little brother. Come on now. I can't even talk. No, what's going on? What you want to talk about? I actually wrote down like the uh, like the Chris Rock and Chappelle thing, but I don't think that's uh, fitting in with this conversation. Yeah, yeah. You got nothing else on your mind? That's it. I'm actually like looking for a minute because I don't find something. Yeah, good. First time. Good start. I'm going to go ahead and stop mine now. <laughs>